Welcome to the Creature Cast, the official console creatures podcast. My name is David Petrangelo, and uh, I'll be one of your hosts into this week's journey of all things video games. And this week, it is just Steve Vigvari and myself. Steve, how are you? We are doing a little bit of a uh, earlier recording. Um, I have my yeah. coffee with me, which I can't normally have because I know ooh, because right? um, typically we're in the evening, and I don't want to stay up till four a.m. Or do I? Um, that's my long introduction, Steve. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing really good, man. Yeah, no, it was so funny. You, uh, you you nailed it on the head. Like I was I was making my coffee right before we started. And I was like, I don't think we've done this show where the lights out. This is such a nice little treat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got my coffee. I'm not, you know, on the brink of falling asleep, not because of the uh, the uh, the company, the company, <laughs> but because I, you know, it's just been a, you know usually a long day. It's in the middle. Like we usually record on Wednesdays and everything. So yeah, yeah, this is a nice little refreshing treat. I I uh, appreciate the accommodation to to kind of uh, switch uh, switch around the recording times but this is gonna be fun a little mid-afternoon yeah. recording it's, it's fun a little mid-afternoon game talk why not That's it. um yeah. so we got a few things to talk about since we last recorded since last yeah. week um i'm gonna start a little bit with um the re4 i wrote bone saw demo because every time i, I see that. chainsaw i think of bone saw from spider-man bone but yeah. um i got you in the ring for three minutes <laughs> That's what i always thought of i was yeah. hoping he was the one that was gonna bust through the gate but oh my god it was not just him. wait the the mod community is going to be all over that Alrighty. once it comes to pc yeah guaranteed yeah, exactly there's already someone that has a lego one out there i don't know if you saw that in the last no. couple of days yeah <laughs> yeah terrifying. it looks looks like lego star wars but it's it's re4 it's it's amazing it's so cool i love that um so yeah so i, I tried the demo after uh, you gave it some uh, pretty good praise last week yeah, and yeah, uh, like i've said in the past resident evil is I, I enjoy it, but it's never top of my list. I, I don't care about the lore. I don't care about the characters. Like, you know, that stuff really interests me. I just want to play a decent thriller slash horror game. Yeah. And uh, RE4, I, I played, I think, most of on a friend's GameCube. I never really, I never owned a GameCube. I never had any, like, the re-releases. It was just like, oh, this is the slightly different action-ish type version at that time mm -hmm. of, of Resident Evil. Um, and then I played the two remake, which I really enjoyed. Um, that was a great time. I played that sometime, uh, I guess it was about two years ago now, but, um, yeah, it, it's fun. I mean, it's, it looks great. I love the way it looks. Yeah. I think they did a great job with the, with the presentation of it for sure. Uh, the gameplay is kind of what they did with the other remakes. I, from what I hear, at least in, in RE3, uh, you know, you're not stuck in one place, uh, cemented to the ground every time you pull out your, your right. gun. I appreciate that. It's still slow, so you still do get a sense of that, and that's totally fine. You know, I'm 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 fine with all that. Like, you can't really like run and gun, but that's mm -hmm. that's fine. That's not the type of gameplay that it is. And uh, I thought it it ran nicely. It it played well. It was pretty difficult, or I suck at it. I don't know. It's one of the two, um, or both. But uh, as far as I can tell, because I just told you before we hit, before we hit record, I don't think there's any like like I just played it this morning. So I don't, I didn't like go back into it. I just played through it the one time you, you're not really supposed to like beat that part. Are you, are you supposed right. to die? Cause I keep dying. <laughs> no. So, so you are intended to survive. That's okay. beating it. Like you, okay. you are, um, that section after, there. Yeah, exactly. So essentially how the demo ends is after a, uh, a set period of time, I, I'm not really sure how long it is. Um, the there's a church in the little village area the bells start ringing everyone kind of like drops their focus on leon goes into the church oh. leon's like "Ooh, 
uh, I'll go with them (laughs) for some reason. He's like, I guess I'll just go and then walks in and then the demo kind of ends. But Okay. Since the demo came out, actually, some really fun stuff has uh, started coming out. Like, there's a like an ultra difficult mode uh, that you can oh, unlock. Uh, there are sec- secret weapons that you can unlock as well that I, I think is pretty cool. Uh, for instance, there's like attack, uh, like a like a submachine gun that you can get only by oh, that would dro- be nice. dropping all your like your entire inventory before you get into the village itself, and then there's an area like. You go in, you see like the 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 pyre in the yep. in the middle. There's a path like on the right side, and apparently there's on the a right well. side. Ooh, I always went left. <laughs> yeah. So on the right side, if you if you have your inventory, if you have your pistol, any kind of like yeah. healing items or anything, it it's closed. Like there's like you know wood over it or anything. It's inaccessible. If you drop everything prior to getting into the village, it's it's open, and you can kind of go down the the ladder, and then there's like an smg in there i i love that kind of stuff Crazy. where even in like a demo screen, yeah or a, you yeah. know capcom is like you know what let's just throw some some cool little easter eggs some cool little incentives to bring you back you know yeah i, I love that stuff so yeah because there's always that kind of stuff like either written into these games or you know built mm. into these games or like you said the mod community kind of figures out a way to sort of do, do certain things which harder to do on a demo for sure but like what like that's cool that they it, but who even thinks of that i know right <laughs> like to like, try it i i understand yeah. that they programmed it in there but to try it i don't yeah. was this something that was like maybe in the game previously in a similar area and someone thought of it but i like i would never for a second be like oh i don't need my gun i don't need yeah. my gunpowder that i found i don't need any of this yeah what <laughs> what, happens what happens if i just <laughs> drop everything on the ground and then go into the most difficult area of the game yeah yeah let's see if we can break yeah i'm i'm not too familiar with resident evil 4 to know if that was like a pre-existing yeah. easter egg or something like that so maybe it is someone can know. tell us yeah. yeah but also um i i find it uh it's kind of cool that I, I guess that opportunity sort of presents itself a little bit because like you said the, the it doesn't really like end like there is a decent amount of time that you can just keep playing through this right. this horde so like you can try things like that and see what happens and the game's not going to be like no we don't let you do that because it's a demo it kind of yeah. does let you do whatever you want and because there's a decent amount of the enemies there you can experiment a little bit which is fun um yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm not very good at it i didn't get to the church part but i also only played i think i played i died three times and that's it oh, so like okay. I, didn't, I didn't go and explore too too much i just want to see what it was like i want to see how it felt i i thought it was great um it definitely has me uh more interested i would say than before which is exactly what a demo was supposed to do so that's it um, yeah. so it's done its job yeah for sure oh that's um, good I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it um i know yeah. coming off of the the demo myself i'm eagerly anticipating the release of this game so i can actually you know go through the whole thing but again going just back to how this demo like just exists within a bubble i really appreciate the fact that you know capcom can look at this and be like okay this is going to be something that players are going to use to hold themselves off for two three weeks until release let's just add little things in there like an ultra difficulty mode just to have people come back and play this I, i think that's really cool yeah, and and if those things are pre- are present in the demo, it gets people that do do those types of things uh, yeah. more excited that that's going to be more of a possibility in the real like full release of the game, which is great. So, um, so that's kind of great. Uh, I'm gonna um, if anyone is listening to this, if you go to our YouTube page, I'm gonna put up some of my gameplay as well. I recorded how bad I am at the game, so you can always look at that. <laughs> um, I'm happy to share my uh, terrible gameplay uh, for games like this, so it's up there. Um, so you can take a look at that. But uh, elsewhere, I jumped back into 
my battle royale of choice, which seems to be sort of it's strange how a battle royale can kind of be like a little bit of a comfort food in a way mm -hmm. or sort of like a comfort game. But I really, really enjoy Apex Legends. I think I've mentioned it in the past that it's sort of mine of choice because of the type of gameplay it is. I, like the system with the armor and the weapons and the, you know, the, the add on to the guns and everything. But uh, I tried it briefly for about a week when the big update came out about a month ago, I would say mm -hmm. roughly where they took away arenas. They added in team deathmatch and they have uh, a new system for all the heroes where you, they basically have perks as opposed to just each individual hero having a small sort of passive ability in a way. So um, you know, for example, there are some characters that will be able to go to beacons that will tell you where uh, nearby enemies are, or uh, certain chests will be red with only assault type characters able to open those. And they usually have extra add ons for your weapons as opposed right. to the blue ones, if anyone's played it before, where it would give you extra health or, you know, things like ammo or things like that. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. Those little things are kind of interesting. So that's more in the Battle Royale version of it. But Team Deathmatch is also something they've added in. They say it's permanent, at least for now. They said that about arenas a couple years ago, and now it's gone. So we'll see. Um, they're, they're the same maps or slightly or slightly similar, or slightly altered maps of what was in arenas, if anyone has experience with that. And it is, uh, man, now I want to say it's six on six, I believe. Okay. Um, it could be five on five. It's terrible that I didn't even really pay attention to that. Um, and the reason why that's not why it's fine, but also not great is because you can only queue with two other people, right? Because Apex is a three person, right? Three team, three person team game. So you queue with three people and then you're queued with random uh, another random three to fill out the squad. And that's fine. I think if you're playing solo, which is what I did with this sure. over the last week. Um, but if you're playing with friends and let's say you have four friends, you're like, Ooh, there's team deathmatch. Let's all play together. Now you can't do that. Yeah. Um, so that kind of sucks. I, I wish they would maybe expand, uh, the team pool at least, uh, for team deathmatch, just make it four. I think that's, that's healthy, but maybe right. there's something about matchmaking maybe there's something about not having the right amount of people to fill the teams. I don't know what it is, but, uh, it, it plays really well. It's still the same yeah. weapons, still the same heroes. Um, you know, I think it's a little bit more dynamic than what arenas does because arenas would have a short match. Everyone would be eliminated and then you would start again and sort of buy your weapons and restart, restart. It felt I think it just felt like it slowed down the already fast pace of what Apex is. Yeah. And at least with Team Deathmatch, you respond within I think it's like seven seconds, eight seconds. Like it's really quick and you can okay. change your loadout and stuff like that as you go. You can change your character as you go. Oh, that's really um, cool. Yeah, which is which is fun, too. Um, so you can experiment a decent amount. And uh, yeah, for the most part, it's been pretty good. I, I still like the game. I'm, I'm still really enjoying it. And I think now that I got in, I, I'm still the Battle Royale version of this. I, I think I prefer that for sure for Apex. I don't know why it just works better for me uh, than Deathmatch does. But but the Team Deathmatch is pretty good. I think they've done yeah. a good job with it so far. And like they've done in the past sort of mid-season, they make tweaks to, to modes and to characters and things like that. And I would expect that that's going to be on its way for this too. But yeah, it's it's been sure. a pretty good time. Yeah, yeah no, that's awesome. Um... I mean, I've long dropped off Apex. Um, I really like the core gameplay of it, the the Battle Royale and everything. Um, and in fact, I probably haven't played it since they've really overhauled a lot of their systems um, in terms of like the inventory, the, the healing, the shields and everything. Um, so jumping into it, like I, I definitely want to try out this 
team deathmatch because uh, I think that really does sound interesting. I think that mm-hmm. sounds really additive to the game uh, on top of a really solid battle royale game. But yeah, I, I can definitely see myself jumping in and be like, okay, I gotta get myself acclimated here because I yeah. feel like there's just so much new and different uh, yeah. with this game. Um, yeah, especially cool, compared I, to other ones. Like that's you know, like I was just playing. I well, well, we can talk about it now in a second. But yeah, I was just playing Call of Duty warzone and a little bit of dmc you know late last week with a couple of friends for a couple mm-hmm. hours and you know i just re-picked up and and turned on apex that same day earlier that day and immediately i'm trying to climb things in that way i'm trying to slide in certain ways yep. that, it's just it's fine i know that's not the game but it was just habit and i'm like come on climb 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 and i couldn't do it and i just Ugh! And yeah. whatever you know it's fine it's just not the same game but i i enjoy that part of it so like jumping from one to the other there definitely is a big difference there um but i still think it's pretty tight to me it feels balanced um and uh yeah it's always sort of been mine but let's let's talk about uh let's talk a little bit about warzone let's talk about some call of duty you've been uh, diving into that yeah uh, i mean everyone like a lot of people know i call of duty warzone is my battle royale uh of choice and everything and last time i talked about it, i think we were just on like the cusp of season two, the big mm-hmm. overhaul for Warzone two, or just before it or after, I can't really remember. So I just uh, the new uh, reloaded update, the mid season update, just came out today, actually. So I thought, you know, it's just a good time to kind of touch base with the game, kind of see like where it is, because I know that Warzone two, Modern Warfare two has had its issues in terms of balancing, in terms of stuff that they took away from the core Warzone experience that used to be there. Uh, with Warzone 1 and then didn't carry over. It was just slightly tweaked in weird ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but throughout the the last month or so, I've grown to really appreciate the changes that they've made. Okay. Um, because I was going like, to, it sounded like you might've gone the other way, but okay. <laughs> no, 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 I, I, I do. It, but the problem is, is because it just feels like there's been so much wasted time. Because mm-hmm. it, it feels like, you know, this... Uh, Warzone 2 came out right after Modern Warfare 2 and it was like, okay, we're going to introduce backpacks. We're going to introduce an inventory system. We're going to scale. We're going to slow down the movement. We're going to do this and that and everything. Uh, the the economy of like buy or uh, getting cash and spending it at buy stations to buy your loadout versus buying loadout drops and everything. It was like, okay, we're, we're doing a lot here to make Call of Duty Warzone feel different from apex legends and fortnite which i feel like you inherently have to do in order to sure, survive absolutely. they all have to do their own thing otherwise what's the point yeah 100 but it got to a point where now it just felt like call of duty wasn't even call of duty anymore like the the war zone experience so gotcha. season two really hit a point where it's like okay let's scale it all back let's introduce you know consistent loadout drops let's uh get rid of the backpack system in warzone specifically scale back the inventory system so you're not spending your time like within a menu to 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 choose stuff and stuff like that like yeah. and we're, i i feel like we're slowly at a point where things have started getting a lot better i think the introduction of uh resurgence and ashika island the the new smaller map yeah. great addition that, that's, what, that that's what we were playing yeah yeah we playing I, i'm in love with this map i think that's really great from just a, a level design and perspective the the momentum of the game feels really nice the the mm-hmm. chaos of just like the rebirth and just having like players spawn back in after a set amount of time as long as you know someone on the team is is there i think it's chaotic i love that stuff um so i i think that's a huge huge win and i think all around uh i mean you look at El Mazra and ashika island both of them 
the maps are really solid. It's just the gameplay kind of needs a little bit of a fine tuning. But I think we're getting there. You know, they're they're making appropriate changes now. They added the uh, the redeploy balloons that used to be there in Caldera, but then for some reason they're like, actually, we'll get rid of them. I was like, <laughs> you already had them. Why? <laughs> like you're making more work for yourself. I'm not a developer, but it feels like you're making more work for yourself. It's just very strange. They, they made very strange decisions uh, with this transition, but I, I feel like slowly reintroducing these things that people got used to with the original Warzone, bring it back in and just start adding things instead of feeling like we're just like slowly regaining things we already had as if those yeah. are new things. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're more you're more tapped into like the, the community around it because you play it more, not more yeah. seriously, but you just play it more and everything. Well, does, it, does it feel like um, some of the changes are too little too late? Does it seem like even just in the last five, six months, it's just, it's, it's, changed too much and some people have dropped off or does it feel like it's like okay well they're introducing it back and it's just enough to keep some people in i i feel like part of it is too little too late because i feel like there was such a zeitgeist when you look at the golden era quote-unquote of Warzone, when you were in the verdansk days like people were popping off for this game it was you know overshadowing apex overshadowing fortnite of all things and everything and then they then it was just like the slow trickle effect where it's like, okay, now here's, you know, uh, Caldera. Okay, that map was atrocious in in all honesty. It just didn't work. And then they started introducing like weird balancing and mechanics. And then the transition over to Warzone 2 was like, okay, now we're on like this downhill slope of what the community, what the narrative is for Call of Duty and, and its battle royale. So I feel like we're slowly, like now we've hit like, the inverse where we're going back up <laughs> little by little but i mean you even look at season two reloaded which is usually you know the mid-season update that's where we get some map changes we get some balancing and everything on the multiplayer side they are doing a lot of great things introducing new maps introducing the new 6v6 map that's really cool and everything. Oh, okay and nice. then warzone we're getting a shredder skin <laughs> And that's, I mean, I and love these Ninja Turtles, but oh, nah. dude, the skin—the skin is it looks, heat. it looks like sharp. it looks yeah. really good. Yeah. But I'm like, wh- what are so? we doing? <laughs> like, okay, yeah, I'll give you my twenty, twenty-five dollars, but you have to earn it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want, I want to love this game, and for some reason, Call of Duty just makes it so difficult to. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I really do. Like, I, I'm not even trying to like be like you know an apologist or or a shill for Activision or Call of Duty or anything like that. I legitimately love the game from like a core gameplay community thing. I, I love the community. I love the game, and. They make it so damn hard for me to be like, yes, they've done it because they just make really weird decisions. They just they put emphasis on weird th- like that's the thing is like season two feel or season two reloaded feels underwhelming to me okay. because they've spent the last four months trying to catch up to where they should have been. We should right. be playing this game. The, the The state of the game right now is what it should have been on day one. Right. And then it should have been, okay, let's add this to the map. Let's change this. It's like, okay, maybe by season three, we're going to get some of this additive stuff. I, and I am hopeful. I am, I'm optimistic for that because I see uh, some of like the season three, you know, rumors and leaks that they're adding ranked mode, like a very competitive style for Warzone. I think that's awesome. I think adding that kind of thing will do a really big uh, boom, will be a big boom for the community. I think that'll attract a lot of players. But yeah, I feel like we've just, wasted a lot of time hmm. catching up to the point where 
we're now like at a really solid state. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and and it's it's more than just than just hey, why did you change so much? It should have just been what it was because you need to make something different. Obviously, there's sure. a new engine. There's a, there's new maps. The maps, even with with minimal experience like myself, I always find the maps to be great. I, I like yep. the way that they're situated. I like the verticality of a lot mm-hmm. of it. I, I just think it just feels right. Um, whether we were playing uh, the rebirth stuff the other day a resurgence or just a regular one or just going to dmc like or dmz yeah. it was it was fine like they they, they all work they seem to work and stuff but it's i guess what you're saying is it's more than just like why did you take away the stuff that was in the previous one as to like it, it's it's more than that i guess it's more of like a feeling of what the game is rather than yeah. just mechanics i guess um but the i i don't know maybe they just needed time to add stuff because of the engine I don't know what it was uh, or re-enter stuff because of the engine. I don't know. I mean, they want to have it released with the game or very close to when yeah. the game. So I guess there's that, but um, a little bit more time in the kitchen, I guess, or the oven or yeah, uh, I don't know. It, or <laughs> it, what, wherever they're cooking. Um, it, it felt like, yeah, it, it might've just needed more time again. I'm not, a, I'm not a developer, so I don't know how easy some of that stuff yeah, could have transitioned sure. over. Um, I mean, even the DMZ stuff, when, you know, they launched it in, they even called it the DMZ beta. I was like, okay, it's going to be early. I'm, yep. I'm cool with that. Yep. I, I did think that some of like they, the mode has a lot of potential and still does to this day. Um, but even when at day one going into, it, I was like, this is a lot of fun. The gameplay loop. Yeah, going I thought so too. Tracks, getting uh, extracting, you know, weapon skins and stuff. That's really cool. And then season two comes and they're like, uh, we're just going to wipe your entire progress. I was like, Guys, what are I know we doing? I didn't understand that. Like, I, I like again, we're not the developers. We don't know if that's necessary, but it feels like a step that I, I, I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't I I don't know because I haven't looked into the reasons that they gave. But they did me. They didn't. OK, well. no. And that and that's the thing. It's like it, I would be totally cool with them having done that if yeah. day one they were like, hey, listen, we are a beta. So this means that, you know, as seasons go, we're going to be wiping progress. We're going to be adding fundamental things. But I invested a lot of time into DMZ. And then as soon as season two hit and they wiped this late clean, I was like, I'm not touching this for a while until I get the insurance from Call of Duty to be like, we're in a state where things will carry over now. Right. Well, that's And that sucks because I love DMZ. I think that's a really cool thing, but I have no incentive to play it now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, I was just like, oh, it wiped it. I mean, that sucks for the people, like some of the people that I play with that their stuff is gone. For me, I didn't really care. I had like five things. I'm like, oh, right. shit, my gun. I don't know the difference anyway. I haven't like really got a feel <laughs> for all of it anyway. It's like, I know yeah. what a submachine gun is, but other than that, I don't know the difference between all the assault rifles and I'll figure it out when I play and that's it. So, but I, I'm not that, I'm not the target, right? And that's right. and that's fine. So for me, it didn't matter, but largely the majority of the people that are playing felt like a shitty step that they that they had to go through and everything. Man. So, um, but, but, at least they're getting there. The ultimately, at least they're getting there. I hope for someone like yourself who continues to play it, it continues to improve, and that's really I hope that's so. really what we want. I, I hope they don't lose you. I, I'm I'm hopeful that they won't. Yeah, but uh, no, I I think I'll still consistently play like my once a week thing with all, with my my group of friends and everything. But I just hope that you know it can get to a, a really good state for the community because I think that the Call of right. Duty community. Um, is really great. I I love the the community, and when when they're positive, they're really positive, and I think a lot of good things can come from that. Uh, yeah. Just we need to get 
back to that those those good old days you know <laughs> and just yeah back when, dance, when it was you know? firing on all cylinders like you said like i guess about two to two and a half years ago when it was like yeah. really the peak of it i was all in too i loved it and i i want it to be that i might be right. a little bit past call of duty in general personally and i'll just play it when when i jump on with friends and stuff but like i just i still want that feeling back even if yeah. i'm not playing it multiple times a week like we were when we were all forced to stay home for a couple of years. Essentially. And, and that's just it. Like not, not to go off on too big of a tangent, but I mean, just this past week was the three year anniversary of oh, yeah, Call of Duty right. war zone. Like right. when they just, you know, dropped it kind of out of nowhere. Everyone kind of popped off for it. It did come at a time when, you know, the world did shut down just, you know, days into COVID essentially. Yeah. 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 Um, and I got really nostalgic for that. I was like, man, like what a great, I mean, I say that in relative Quote, terms, unquote, great. a yeah. great, great, you know, <laughs> moment in time that was uh, outside of the realities and, you know, crushing depression that, that yeah. COVID brought yeah. onto us. But it was like a cool little, I, I compare it to like Animal Crossing, where it was this cathartic thing where at yeah. least for me and my friends, we got on, like socialized, we kept in touch with each other every week consistently because of this game. And it's like, Dude, okay. At the, at the time... <laughs> I'll tell you how much, how desperate I was to to play a game like this or, and others, but a game yeah. like this was we were moving out of our condo at the time and selling it. So we just weren't living in it. And instead we lived in my parents' basement for a couple months. Oh, okay. I grabbed my PC and whatever. I took it with me and they don't really have a place to, to put a gaming <laughs> center. Like they have, they have space in their house for that, but I'm not going to do it in the room right next to their bedroom. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so to do it on the other side of the house and to do it somewhat in peace I was playing and had this thing hooked up in their furnace room and I was playing my PC and playing Warzone at 2 a.m. in their furnace room. (laughs) I love that. I love that. But yeah, that's what what everyone had to do. It was totally worth it, man. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what we all needed at that time. And I, I, yeah, I get nostalgic for that that moment in time only because of like the good times like me and my friends had. And yeah, yeah. I just don't want to see that go away for the community because I know that so many other people had that, those same experiences. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many people were desperate enough to set things up in their parents' furnace room, but you know what? Hey, maybe, maybe the people, I would be playing and people are like, what's that noise? Your air conditioning is really loud. I'm like, no, no, no. It's just my parents' furnace literally. It just kicked in, you know, (laughs) keeping them warm while I'm over there. While I'm freezing on the, on the concrete floor. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, what else have you been playing? I think you. Uh, oh, looks like you you put a couple more minutes into uh, into Wo Long or not so. I much. did. I oh, did. did. Uh, yeah, I did. And uh, <laughs> yeah, because we, I was kind of mixed last week. I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I really like the gameplay of Wo Long, uh, Fallen Dynasty, but I'm I'm hitting my head against the wall going through some of these bosses. I think we both kind of agree that some of the bosses, it just felt like, you know, we're pressing B just for the sake of pressing B. There's no real incentive or real hook to some of these enemies. And I will say that ever since, you know, getting past that second, second boss, I really had a gripe with uh, and kind of going through and progressing through the game. I am slowly getting into it more and more. Um, Okay, good. Again, I really, I really do appreciate the, uh, the game's uh, mechanics and kind of the synergy between this kind of like Neo-esque uh, game and and Sekiro, like the, the kind of melding between the two. I, I really do like it. Um, I, it's funny. I think like a couple of days ago at the time we were recording this, I, I put out a tweet. I was like, there's this boss. His name is uh, Lu Bu and he's this, this massive guy and he rides around a horse. And I swear, it, 
to to what we were talking about last last week. It did feel like a spam B kind of parry deflect just okay. until you chip damage over time and everything. And it got to a point where I was like, I don't like. I think that this boss is going to be the one that breaks me. <laughs> and again, we're talking about you know positivity of community members and stuff like that. There were so many people that like jumped in to that Twitter thread of being like, "Oh, work on your fortitude. Uh, bring bring uh, uh, reinforcements because you can you can tap in re- reinforcements up to two, whether it's online or like AI. Bring them in with you and everything." And within an hour, I know relative, that's, that's a long <laughs> grind, but I was able to actually beat it. And, right. um, uh, you know, it, it felt really satisfying, just like any kind of like souls, like boss does. Um, yeah. and right after that, I kind of felt like this reinvigoration for the game. I was like, okay, let's go to the next one. Boom, boom, boom. And now I'm progressing at like a very steady rate. I feel like I finally got to a point where now I'm leveling up consistently. I'm feeling that level then translate to how I'm able to attack enemies, defend myself and stuff like that. Like I finally feel the, um, the, the skill flow of go it up. and everything. The, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. The flow, the flow of it. I, I feel myself getting better at the game inherently. Like my nice. timing's better. My nice. parries are better. Um, so again, I don't know if I'm going to have the, the wherewithal to finish the game, but now at least I feel like I can actually handle myself yeah. relative <laughs> at least i'm having fun which is something that, like i was about 50 50 on last week yeah. when i was uh, talking about the game so but that's improved at least it's improved again uh yeah by the time you know I'm, I'm putting in maybe like an hour hour and a half every night or something slowly progressing through a level or two um so we'll see where i am at where when you know resident evil 4 comes out or there are <laughs> other games like on the horizon that i'm really looking forward to i mean diablo the the beta is coming this weekend yeah. so you know, I'm playing nothing but that. So sorry. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see how much longer I actually last with this game. But I, I'm really enjoying it. I think um, you know, Teen Ninja did put out a really good game. It's just not 100% a Steve game. But right. I'm slowly adapting to what they want out, out of me into this game, just like a lot of you know Souls games do. Uh, Neil was the same way, where it took me a long time to kind of get into the feel and rhythm of their, their that game. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling a little more positive. I, I feel like, you know, especially it being on Xbox Game Pass right now, go out and play it. Give it a try. I know that even you, Dave, you got until the, the first boss and you're like, okay, you know what? Maybe I'll come back later. It's just not it's not for me right now. And I think everyone should kind of give it that. that yeah, I think you should one. at least. Yeah, you should at least give it that first hour, 45 minutes, whatever it takes exactly. to kind of get through a first couple. Honestly, probably failed runs of the first boss and, and then and then see how that feels. I haven't gone back yeah. to it, but I haven't uninstalled it either, which always gives me sort of like slight hope that I'm going to hit play yeah. again or hit the A button again to open it. So um so i might i might get there but uh like you said there's there's stuff to look forward to pretty soon i don't think it's at the top of the list but it's definitely not at the bottom of the list either because i can see i can see what's there again like we talked about last week and like you've just been saying it's there's there's moments there that for sure um are are shining lights on 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 what what they're what they've made here and what they've provided to you and and it's and it's encouraging for me to hear that you feel like you're getting better at the game and not just, hey, my attack and defense stats are higher. Like you actually right. feel like you are playing the game and learning as you go. That's always a bonus for games that are very difficult like this. Yeah. I love that that's the case. And it's not just based on, hey, I need to grind leveling up and my my numbers are just higher. Like it's there's more to, more to it than that. 
and that's great. I think that's that's awesome. So yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'll let you know if or when I get back to it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe in a year from now, you'd be like, "Hey, Steve, remember Either that Wolong game?" Yeah. Or even it's gonna pop up. Boss. On, yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I'll make it. To, I'll make it just past, a little bit past in that second uh, yeah. second stage of the of the first. Boss. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So okay. So let let's uh, let's touch on a couple of news items. Nothing sure. that's major. I think it hasn't been a crazy crazy week for news, and we haven't touched on too much news in the last uh, couple yeah. of episodes. But this one interests me because I think that Overwatch Two has uh, took a lot of my time in the fall and earlier this year. I've I've really enjoyed the way that it plays. I think I talked about it before how I really like how when you play one of the modes where you're forced to do two healers, one tank to attack i think that that's a great way to sort of make it feel like a moba um mm. a moba that they let go uh heroes of the storm that i wish they would just keep improving but they will not um so the news here is that on a overwatch twitch stream uh this week one of the executive producers of overwatch 2 responded to someone in the chat that's asked when are we getting pve news and yeah this is sort of like i feel like oh, it's it's news about a tweet, but it's actually an answer from the developer and something that they actually said that they're they're going to be doing soon. And we haven't heard anything about PvE in months. I mean, one of the draws of Overwatch 2 was not only that it's free to play, but the fact that they're going to do more than just online play. So I, I, I thought that was interesting. I, yeah. I'm not, I don't know about you, but I'm not like really into the lore type of thing. I like the characters. I like that they all have personality. They all act different. They bounce off each other when you're playing with and against each other with the voiceover. Right. I think that's all a lot of fun. Um, but I don't really care what their backstories are. Like it doesn't really interest me. So I don't know if the, if the PVE has any of that, but maybe it would get me more interested in that. Finally, in this clip, very short clip, this guy is saying, uh, let me get his exact name here. Oh, geez. Jared Noose, I want to say. Jared Sounds, Noose. Or, yeah, yeah, it looks, uh, looks Noosey. N-E-U-S-S. Noose, Noose. Anyways, he says in the clip that they are talking about or planning when to release news about PVE. So it's a step before a step. It's sort of like a trailer of a trailer. Right. Um, but... Uh, in in his in his uh, words, he says it's not going to be quote Blizzard soon. It's going to be Jared soon, and this guy's name is Jared. Ooh, uh, we are. Uh, what I will say, Andy is probably uh, freaking out right now. What I will no, say is no. that we are currently planning uh, the time where we're going to talk about it, which which will be. I've said this before. Will be soon, and I actually do. Blizzard mean it'll be soon. I see. Soon. Not Blizzard soon. Uh, Jared soon, which is a different oh. thing. So, Blizzard soon to me is years years yeah. from now or months <laughs> right. from now right i think that's yeah. what the joke is um so we'll see what jared soon really means but i at least they've somewhat addressed it or said that it's going to be coming somewhat soon so i don't know what that means maybe it's going to mean in a month maybe it's going to mean in two months i don't know um is, does this does this tickle your fancy at all steve or uh i don't want to say no um the thing is, is like, but also I'm not, not really. <laughs> I, let me let me back that up. So I'm not a huge Overwatch person, only because it is or has become so focused on that PvP multiplayer uh, side of it, and it's because it's very hero based and stuff like that. I'm not 100 into that. Like I've I've played 
a lot of Overwatch. I've tried to get into Overwatch, but it's just mm-hmm. keeping up with the balancing of different characters. You're almost, you know, pigeonholed into these like quote unquote like classes or roles and stuff like that. I like a more freeform thing, which is why Call of Duty is my right. um especially like that's kind of like been my aversion with apex legends like unless you have like a solid um team uh build like consistently like with with uh everyone there it just doesn't work and that's kind of been my problem with overwatch as well that being said though if it's pve that and, and it does bring in some some of like the the lore or story elements in there. I can see myself kind of getting into this a lot more just because you are getting more additive content just by way of playing it versus oh we won we lost, which I don't really care about uh, sure. as as you know a passive Overwatch. Uh, fan and player i really like the characters i find them all very endearing whether it's you know their personality traits or just how they look i i think blizzard did a really good job in designing these characters designing the world making it look really intriguing it's just that the gameplay just isn't there for me in, yeah, in terms of enough media. but you know in terms of a pve mode i like that i i like that you know i i think that I don't know about you. I'm not. I'm not really in touch with the, like the Overwatch community now, but it just feels like a lot of uh, the player base is kind of quiet. And I wonder if a PVE mode is something that will get a lot more people talking about this game because I feel like right now everyone that likes Overwatch is just playing Overwatch, not really talking right. about it or celebrating big things. They're just kind of there doing their thing, which is great. I, I love that, but I just don't hear people like me, for instance, kind of going online and talking about, ooh, this thing is coming down the horizon. Maybe that will be the thing that brings me in. This could be that thing that gets more people outside of that bubble talking about Overwatch and maybe yeah. getting into Overwatch after, you know, maybe dropping off of Overwatch 1 and not really putting in time with overwatch too because i didn't i haven't really put in all that much time and yeah no fair enough and you know what i think that's that's it brought in a lot of new people but a lot of people that had a decent amount of experience with overwatch one maybe gave it a shot and was like oh well this kind of feels the same yeah um and it does kind of feel the same i think it's still very tight i think it it plays really really well i like class systems like to me that stuff is is at least a draw, whether it works or not, is, is another discussion. You just sort of see how that that particular game goes and everything. Right. I think I think part of the discussion is not that different from from what you were talking about with Call of Duty with Overwatch 2, is that like it was big at the beginning because now we have a new game, we have a new character, we have new maps. Yep. You know, there's a, a slightly different way to play it. Um, I mean, I think DMZ is a much bigger change than just sort of doing certain classes, uh, required classes in Overwatch 2, but it still changes the balance of the game, which I think was a good thing. Um, but since then, it's it feels like I'm not super tapped in, but I'm tapped in enough to know that there's disappointment with how each season is being released because right. it the rewards of each battle pass do not seem like enough to get you in. Really, the draw is to get the new hero slightly sooner along the battle pass. And to me, that's not a draw. And that sucks because... Also, when you get to the end of the battle pass, like we've talked about with um, with Marvel Snap, you're not really earning what you think you're going to earn in order to to keep the battle pass rotation going. And that is the point of it, I think. That's the right. draw. I mean, that's why I always got the battle passes for Apex, because one, I, I like the skins that they had introduced and everything. But then 
now I, if I made it to the end, I can get the next one. And like, you know, season three, which I think is the current one, there was no new hero. So that's already like a down mm. for them. They yep. had two seasons in a row with new heroes. That's fun and they're cool and they're fun to play with, but they have to do something now, I think, to sort of keep it going. And PVE could be that thing. Maybe it's not for season four. Maybe it's for five or six, but at least that's within the next few months. And I think that's what they're going to need to do to, to keep people like myself to go back because I like the game and it was fun to play with people, but I also haven't picked it up in over a month now because and I and I had no incentive to get the battle pass because I was like, as long as I get that hero, I don't care. That's fine. That's right. all I really want. I don't yep. I don't care about us, uh, not even like skins, but like uh, an emote that I'm never going to use. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't care about that. I'm not going to give you 15 bucks or whatever it costs to do an emote that I never use because the game's too frantic. Why would I be using an emote in the middle of a thing anyway? Like, you know, thumbs those up. types of things, it doesn't sound right. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no, thumbs no. up. Like, so what? Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. doing a dance. Okay, and now I'm dead. You know, yeah. like, that's, what's the point? <laughs> it, well, it's so funny you say that. I mean, I think so many of these uh, publishers and development studios could really learn a thing or two about just utilizing a roadmap for its community. Um I mean, you look at Halo, you look at Call of Duty, APAC, like any of these things. And I feel any like so many of them could just use like a roadmap in, in such a good way. And I, I, I don't want to bring it all the way back to Call of Duty again. But one of the things that I do appreciate is that looking at like season two reloaded and everything a week before they always release like a this little like digital asset um, that kind of just like briefly out, outlines, you know, what the new multiplayer maps are going to be, what yeah. the new gun Sweet is info be. graphics, bro. Exactly. <laughs> and I, honestly, I, I, I go nuts for that stuff because I always oh, like push through it's and fine. I'm like, oh, I love that. Yeah. But I feel like this this is something that Overwatch could do. Like if they are playing yeah. on TV, talk about it. What is like, it? Uh, yeah, exactly. Show. We don't even know what it is. That's right. part of the problem. We don't even like, okay, yeah, there's going to be bots. So there's going to be what, but what, what is yeah. it? What, what the hell is it? Four player? Is it two player? Is it just single player? Do you have to be connected online? Like, what is it? And we don't even know that, which is, I think potentially what this news could be is just a snippet of that. And that might or might not be enough. So and, anyways. And, but but I think that that would be huge for the community or someone that's outside to be like, oh, okay, maybe maybe there's going to be like an Overwatch Presents, a Nintendo Direct style thing yeah. where it's like, okay, let's talk about it here. Let's do a beta for it the next month. Let's do an official launch the next month and stuff like that. I think, you know, for as much gripe as Halo Infinite gets, they're mm -hmm. really good at at least targeting different windows and be like, okay, here's season three. This is what you get. Bam, bam, bam. Another info. Yeah. I really it, love that stuff where it's like, okay, even, we're even looking someone, into the future and yes, seeing what, yeah. what the community can look forward to. I think that's huge for a game like this. Yeah. And I, and I think Halo is actually a good point where like, even though I'm not really playing it anymore, I still see and hear and honestly make note of the things that they've done because yep. it's easy to find. It's done well. It's whether it's an infographic bro or not, or whatever the hell the, the way. I mean, maybe I'm just following the right people and paying attention to the to the certain individuals that still play or work on the game. And that's and that's fine. Not everybody does. That's okay. We're kind of tapped in in a right. way that that a lot of average players are not. But I I don't even though I am in you know wanting to see what Overwatch is doing, I don't see it as much as I do with Halo. No. And and I've played Overwatch two much more frequently and and within the last month compared to halo which has been six months so 
you know, there is something there. I think you're right. I think like a, a roadmap thing, whether it's big news or small, just something like little anything. updates, whatever. And it works for all these types of games. It doesn't have to be uh, anything, but something that is is battle pass related or adjacent and could be free to play or most often is free to play. I think it matters. You have yeah. to because um, no. there's so many choices out there. 100%. And it just goes back to, to my point where it feels like just not enough people are kind of talking about yeah. Overwatch, in my opinion, because going back to our point about Halo Infinite, I feel like I know less people who play that game consistently, but I see more people talk about it consistently, yes, exactly. which is the weird exactly. thing, you know, it's like so I, know, <laughs> I know for a fact more people that I follow play Overwatch, but yeah. yet I hear I never see them talk about it. Um, but then my timeline and like, Halo Infinite's new season just dropped like a week or so ago. I don't yep, know the exact yep. date, but I I saw people anticipating it, getting into it, being like, "Oh, here are the changes." Blah blah blah. I'm like, "Wow, this is great!" And I, I haven't played Halo in over a year at this point. Strangely yeah. enough, uh, it's yeah. been quite a long time. But I know the majority of the the new maps, the new the changes, updates. <laughs> the <laughs> updates, like the the quality of life stuff, and it's like. I should know that stuff for Overwatch too, even though I'm an outsider. Yeah. But it's I just don't because I, I don't see enough people talk about it. Or I, like you said, maybe I, I'm just not following the right people. I don't know. Yeah, but maybe it's, it's a, it's, I think it's a combo of things. I think yeah. the general public should still know more about it. People that aren't as tapped in as we are, like the casual, more, slightly more right. casual players, however you want to define it, it should be more available to them. So yeah. we'll see. But it's I cool. Know. I mean, PV. Down the road. I, yep. I like that. Maybe maybe sometime in the spring. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll watch it. Um, and really briefly, we don't have to uh, go too deep into this sure. if we don't want to, but it is a little bit of a talker, but yeah. Square Enix has their, uh, I guess, trailer-ish of an NFT game. I don't know. I, I, was, I clicked on this trailer, you know, uh, we have we have the article up at consolecreatures.com and the trailer's attached to it. And I was like, oh, what am I going to see? Not that I'm super interested in an NFT-based game, but I, I saw nothing from this. It's really just, <laughs> here are some graphics, I guess. Yeah. Um, if you really want me to get in on this, show me something. Um, I know they talked a little bit more about it. It's more than just a trailer, but um, about 10,000 collectible artworks meet real game utility. That is what symbiogenesis will offer according right. to square enix um mm -hmm. it rolls right off the tongue doesn't it <laughs> symbiogenesis yep um <laughs> leave it to square enix to make a name like that I, it's a pretty cool name i'm not gonna lie it's um, unique at least yeah it looks cool it doesn't read cool to be honest uh like we're like we're finding out right now um mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of feels like Square Enix once again kind of just showed up late to a party and was like, hey, guys, have you heard of NFTs? They're going to be the next big thing. And everyone's like, man, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was such like a 2022 thing. We're kind of on this other we're on this other bullshit at this point. Like, yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I guess I, I wanted to mention it because it was like they're they're going for it. And I think a lot of people are. Look, you could be into NFTs and and crypto and all these all these types of things that sort of come along with that. Uh, I guess community is way, one way of saying sure. it. Sure. Um, but uh, I think for the average gamer, which is I think they're kind of trying to go for at least some people who are tapped in more like ourselves and and mm. average gamers. What this means, what you could do with it, the possibilities. I understand that approach. 
Um, but they need to prove that this is worth anyone's time and money because otherwise, you know, it doesn't matter whether they call it NFT or they had some other name that they came up with it for this right. game specifically. If they do something interesting and it seems like it's worth your time and money, then okay, I am open to ideas. I don't need to be into the broader uh, version of what an NFT might mean, but if this game or this community is something that I find interesting, then okay, then that's fine. I just need to see that first before they say on March 17th, the first 30,000 customers receive a free NFT, whatever that means in this game. Right. So I don't, we, fine, I guess. Yeah. But and, yeah. and I think that's the big problem, especially for Square Enix, for pursuing uh, you know, symbiogenesis and NFTs at the same time, is that it feels like they're putting the, the cart ahead of the horse here, mm-hmm. where Again, I, I don't buy into NFTs. I, I think, especially in gaming, they don't really have a place. They're unproven. A lot of it's it's just very early and you're not going to... It feels irrational to think that, you know, a game like Symbiogenesis is going to be the game that sells us on this because right. of the simple fact that, yeah, they have, you know, 10,000 collectible pieces of artwork based on characters of this game. Who gives a shit? I've never seen these characters before. I know. I've never <laughs> seen this IP before. <laughs> Like I, I feel like if if they really wanted to go all in, where's the Final Fantasy? Where's the yes. Kingdom Hearts? Like, yes. okay, yeah, Kingdom Hearts is a, probably a, a stretch because Disney would have to approve of that. But where's but as an you example, know, that type of thing? Exactly, yeah. like a character that I know I love and stuff like that. Again, this is coming from someone who does not see themselves ever buying an NFT. But if there was ever going to be a day where I do. It would be for a character or a, an asset or something that I treasure, right? At least it, to it's, get you in, at least to try exactly. to get you started. Yeah, right. Exactly. My my very first one is going to be like a Master Chief NFT of him sure. doing something cool. You know, it's not going to be here's here's Jeremy from Symbiogenesis on a farm. Like, like I, I don't know any of these characters. I don't know the world. It's very unproven. What happens if I buy an NFT of this game and this game comes out and it's just not good? Like then I'm, I'm sitting on is, an NFT on a game that's been panned and the community d- dies out. Like, well, that's, I just don't understand it. Yeah. Cause, cause it inevitably is, is, you know, it, it's gotta be a live service game or at least a, some sort of live service. Right. Because an NFT is, is attached to digital and a digital mm-hmm. currency or a digital version of currency or whatever. So like, you know, if this goes away, like many games do, over time, even if it's in five years, what happens? Right. My $10, $5, $0.50, cents, it doesn't matter. Is it just lost in the ether? I think I think you have an understanding that with certain games, like if it shuts down, like if when Call of Duty, when the current Call of Duty shuts down, your skins are not available because in five years, that game's not running anymore. I think that's just your invent. You're aware of that's that's how it works. Exactly. But an NFT type of approach is ownership. Right. That's the idea. So how do you have an ownership over something when you don't own the system itself that it's working within? Like, it's very confusing how they might want to do that. So they have to sort of address those things. You know, I don't think we're here to shit on anybody that that is into having NFTs and owning them and and being within that. It's not really about that. It's more like within the gaming community and our sort of hesitation towards if this is really the way we want things to go. And and, and we'll see. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be one of those. We'll see. But I don't think it's going to be like, we have to get in. Let's no, and, give it a shot. And, and I think that's the big thing is like, again, I'm I'm being very hard on Square Enix and Symbiogenesis here only because I think that they are 
being very premature in this whole thing because I right. do inherently feel that at some point someone is going to come out with the NFT solution for video games. I think that is inevitable. I think sure. that there will be yeah. like a selling app or um, platform that does say, okay, here is the Fortnite skin where if you buy this, this skin or whatever it will transfer to another game within a publisher or a studio or something like that i think that is inherently very cool sure but again like we we can even look at you know ubisoft courts and everything ubisoft wasn't even able to to sell the nft and make it a viable thing if you bought something in uh ghost recon i'm still not seeing where that thing transitions over i i don't see like the perks of the ownership there but I, i i think that the the, the concept, the, the conceptual basis of, okay, let's have an NFT in a video game. It's a skin. It's a it's a digital asset where you can bring it over to a, another game. I think that's really cool. Yeah. It's just, it's just 10, 15, 20 years down the line of where a studio or a group of studios are going to all agree and be like, cool, we're all on board of this. Because until you get another studio that's willing to play ball and bring that same asset it's over, so much more difficult for it to be a reality. Absolutely. Exactly. Then, yeah. then there's no there's no point of it, in my opinion, unless it is again a singular thing where it is you know a master chief doing something cool for me. Um, again, it, it's it's such a time and place thing, but it it feels so immature or premature for a symbiogenesis and Square Enix to come out and be like, we're gonna print ten thousand of these. I was like. Do you do you square, you know, like I, <laughs> I appreciate if you want to go out and do this, but like, yeah, I'm, I'm not the customer for this. I know that, you know, someone yeah. will be good luck. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. That's it. Um, yeah. And on a more positive note, uh, within the next, uh, within the next week, we will have some Diablo four to talk oh about. God. So oh. that is what we can look forward to. And other people yeah. can look forward to that are, are going to have a chance to play it. And we will definitely be talking about it. I think that's going to take up, uh, our entire weekend, which is fantastic. Uh, I wouldn't have it any other way, my friend. <laughs> I know, right? Dude, ever since we knew that, that you know, the betas were coming out and we had to confirm dates and whatever, the last two weeks, I've just been like, that's what I want to play. I know it's limited. I know things are going to be uh, reset. And, that's you know, fine. You know, but I don't, I, it, for some reason, that doesn't bother me this time. I just want to play it. And that's yeah. it. So I want, people- yeah, I want to get those unlocks and just spend, yep. you know, the, the weekend playing and everything. It's funny because like, I also have, uh, this weekend is Toronto comic-con. So yes. I'm like, okay, what am I fitting in my schedule? I'm like, okay, I'll go to the con for this amount of time. That leaves me, you know, the night. And then the next day I'm yes. going to go all in on this game. Like I'm, I'm really gotta, looking forward to it. Yeah. I think, I, I think I got to do, I think my, my slight commitment might be two characters maxing out i think i'm gonna realistically try to do that nice. um i don't know how long it's gonna take so that's my yeah that's goal. the big thing yeah that's the other thing they haven't they didn't really say and that's fine because everyone plays at their own pace and everything too they're not gonna like give you a time um but uh but that's my goal because i want to get a good handle on multiple characters just just to see what they have to see what they yeah. offer and stuff so um so we'll be talking about that next week but uh until then steve where are we keeping track of you yeah uh everyone can keep uh an eye on me and everything that i'm doing online uh at svigvari across the internet just uh type it in you can probably find me there amazing easy peasy sir um find all our work at uh, consolecreatures.com as well and um until the time everyone we will see you with some diablo 4 talk next week bye bye Thank you.